ayam. Oh, kalgong, kalgong ayam. Kalgong. <laughs> Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. Good morning. Good morning. Yo, yo, yo. Douglas Slim here with brand new eyes. Uh, yes. <laughs> I was just about to say, I hope you had a good weekend. But Douglas did. He had eye surgery last week, Thursday and Friday. Yep. Now he's renewed. Yeah. Uh, I've had to do a lot of resting though because they put in new lenses. And yeah. apparently like my there's a wound in my eye because the laser made two cuts one on my left one on my right yeah. and it's not healed yet yeah. so uh, I've had to keep my eyes closed and like put a lot of eye drops and stuff like yeah. that it's quite freaky literally they put a slice like they slice your eyes open yes, they yes. take out your lens and they replace it with they a new lens they suck out the lens they with like suck a, it out with like a mini vacuum cleaner like oh. and then <laughs> and the old lens comes out yeah. and then put the new lens in so uh, this weekend was really a new experience for me not just because I had new eyes but the fact that I was not allowed to work yeah. so my schedule is completely empty it was just a full two days of rest relaxation and yeah. computer games <laughs> wait aren't you not supposed to play computer games yes you know can play just cannot use the eyes to play so I had my eyes closed I played using my hearing because you know like they say right when you're deprived of one sense all your other senses are augmented so my hearing has really improved dramatically over the weekend well you're one hell of a daredevil or what now <laughs> yeah I can even hear your feelings man okay, <laughs> okay how do I feel Douglas uh, not very good uh, you feel like you want to slap somebody <laughs> Fly FM. So there's this bus in Hong Kong called the Quiet Bus, <laughs> where they take you on a route to nowhere. Huh? Yeah, 85 kilometers is the ride. People go in to literally fall asleep. Hey, that's such a good idea, you know. <laughs> And it's not even completely new or novel. It's just a reimagining of something that is quite usual. Yeah. Right? Because like a lot of people fall asleep in the buses, but. Yeah. A lot of people they miss their bus stop because they fall asleep in the bus. Yeah. I love sleeping in the bus, <laughs> and it was so weird. I remember when I was young and I used to take the bus to school. This is not even a nice bus. Mm-hmm. This is a rubbish bus. It's uh, <laughs> you know like it's driven by a guy with a death wish. <laughs> you know, it's packed to the brim with people. It's sweaty. It's stuffy. There's no aircon. It's hot. There's an auntie who just came from the market, so she's got sayo and like salted fish, and the air is funky. Funky, <laughs> but still can sleep. One, no, there's something about moving and sleeping yeah. that is very innate with human beings. I find. Yeah. I think it mimics uh, when you were a child being in a mother's womb with the humming noise and the rocking of the vehicle. Oh. I think that's what that's what it is. Wow, I, yeah. I, I didn't think you would go back that far. <laughs> like, you said child, I said like, okay, child. Then oh, not child. You mean like zygote? Uh, like. <laughs> <laughs> like you went back really like far. Fetus. <laughs> yeah, proper. But yeah. this bus is pretty cool. It's like a double decker bus. Mm. You have to pay though between 50 ringgit to 214 ringgit depending on where you're seated in the bus for like a proper experience. Um but yeah. Not just that. I would like to see how people actually prepare to board this bus. Are they all in their pajamas already like I waiting would think so. bus, with their bantal busu all standing there in line <laughs> really fun. Uh. But actually right, Malaysia yeah. already had a similar concept Way before Hong Kong, with a slight difference only. Which is yeah, for hours one right, uh, the driver fall asleep. <laughs> Fly FM. So there's this so-called quiet bus in Hong Kong that takes you on a route to nowhere mm. that helps people fall asleep. 
And Douglas thinks it works Because you know, he always falls asleep in the car I love falling asleep in moving things <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try it on a horse <laughs> Just who knows <laughs> Like them atas right like, really, oh, Look at me on a horse <laughs> What in the nonsense Okay Here's how I do it mm. I imagine a light going into my body How? Like via Via <laughs> Which orifice? <laughs> With my eyes closed, lah. You just imagine the light going into your nose or wherever you're breathing okay. from. Probably your nose, and then going into your stomach, and then coming back out. So it's uh coming back out same way or the other way. Same way. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're thinking. What color is this light? Is it like a light blue, like a very lavender, like kind of bluish color? Yeah, whatever you want. It can be white going in and right. then coming out is red. Or a darker color Okay Just imagine like Good vibes going in And then bad energy Coming back out So you don't need Any like external stuff To help you Like maybe music Or sound effects No But though sometimes I do use um, There's this deep sleep Playlist on, yeah, on Spotify seen, That's I've pretty cool I've seen those On uh, YouTube as well yeah, Right yeah, yeah. I cannot tahan man Why? <laughs> it's very weird sounds It's not even nice The music And then my Because I'm, a, I'm an active listener yeah. You know what that is Like uh, I can not just listen to music in the background I actively listen to it so you dance to it your body will start moving will, to yeah, it I will start looking at the rhythm <laughs> la, and etc etc I'm very right. bad la, when it comes to things like this someone suggested a very old tried and tested technique and mm-hmm. that's counting sheep have you heard of that oh yeah right. I, I don't think that me. ever works for anybody I don't know man we are Asians you know yeah. like we start counting stuff right it doesn't end there we end up doing an audit <laughs> <laughs> So they're opening another Taco Bell brunch in PJ. I think mm. in a mall because I go there for yoga and okay. then I see downstairs like there's a Taco Bell close. I've never been to a Taco Bell before. Did you go to the one in Sabajaya? Yes, I did. Oh, they opened, <laughs> but this one they opened during like uh, lockdown or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> Why are you laughing <laughs> like this? You got some mischievous story. Yeah. Because one of my friends working in production, you know, mm. had um, you know, had a job deal in Cyberjaya. Okay. So I spoke to him and I managed to get a letter, like a travel letter <laughs> from him. But okay. just to go to the Taco Bell and Cyber. Not just to go to the Taco Bell, Juanita. Uh, <laughs> Do not incriminate yourself uh, on live radio. I'm sure you also had a job in this production. Maybe oh, yeah, yeah, you were sure. doing makeup or something. Yeah, I was assisted uh, production writer. <laughs> See, done, done. Good enough. Good enough. <laughs> but was it nice with the tacos? Nice. It was alright. Okay. It, it was nice, like It was nice to like, I guess, try Taco Bell. I like it that things like this uh, are newsworthy here in Malaysia. <laughs> like, you know, we get so excited. Like when I, when other things happen, I'm like, mm, meh, yeah, whatever. A new food thing happens, right? Malaysians are like, yeah, <laughs> this love. is front page news. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if Mexicans are excited though. <laughs> are, are there any Mexicans staying in PGA or in Cyberjaya going like, finally we can have tacos? <laughs> because I, that was such a bad accent, sorry. No, because I remember how excited I was yeah. when a Roti Chanai place opened up in Canterbury when I was studying in the UK. Right. Oh man, all the Malaysians went like crazy bananas, right? Because <laughs> we've not had Roti Chanai for such a long time. Yeah. You get like Malaysian food in London. Yeah. So like the bigger cities uh, mm-hmm. will have all this Malaysian food. It's like Chakwe right. Tiawa, Popia in London. But oh. in Canterbury, it's like the gardens of Kent. Yeah. It's pretty white. <laughs> <laughs> Very sterile, white, British. You know, right. Tea and crumpets and all. So only one Roti Chanai place open. It was called like Malaysian street food or something like that. Nice. Four pounds though, Anita. Wow. That's a lot of money. Uh. Oh, four pounds is uh, what now? It's uh, times what? Six, uh, 24 Thanks. ringgit. Yeah. But still, uh, it was worth it. I went there and the person making the Roti Chanai can 
you guess? Can you guess uh, what race? Chinese. Yes. No way. It, it was a Chinese girl. <laughs> it was so weird. The first time I'm seeing a Chinese girl. But okay, you no know, flipping the original and making it all correct. I was like, hey, this is very impressive. So I went in. I was like, hey, uh, you know where you learn to make original like this? Mm-hmm. She was like, Bedok. I was like, wow, Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> Immediate cancel. <laughs> Give me my money. Fly FM. So EPL happened over the weekend. Oh yeah, that's right, Juanita. Give us the details. I my boyfriend didn't tell me, what, <laughs> so I have no idea. <laughs> Your main source of football news didn't tell you anything. No. Nope. <laughs> so now you got nothing to contribute. Zero nil. Well, uh, Liverpool, as you know, riding very high. They continued their winning streak. They smashed Southampton 4-0. Uh-huh. Oh, massive result that one. Arsenal, who uh, suffered a bit of a hiccup. Well, not hiccup. Lah. They got trashed by <laughs> Liverpool yeah. last week. But they bounced back with a 2-0 win over Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aston Villa, you know, remember that, uh, that club, which is right. a... Wait. The hotel sounding name Right That is now managed By Steven Gerrard Well done You remember stuff yeah. I'm so proud <laughs> I'm throw this thing at you Okay, okay go Continue please With your okay. football update no, they, they beat Crystal Palace uh-huh. Another weird sounding Football club <laughs> Like who lives there the, the queen You know uh, So they won 2-1 Against Crystal Palace uh, Manchester City won 2-1 against West Ham as well And the big news obviously yeah. uh, Manchester United did not implode Did not self-destruct Did not get right. hammered by Chelsea They actually managed a one-all draw One They like recruited Ronaldo And they had scored one goal <laughs> Yes, it's against Chelsea Chelsea very good However, <laughs> the um, they did better than uh, my my team Brighton and Hove Albion Who right. didn't even get to score one <laughs> They scored nothing Right so sad like, They just keep drawing Either they lose Or they draw <laughs> And they don't score any goals And this was against Leeds Leeds right. are like Bottom five Or something like that No yeah. I really expected Something better from them But oh. anyway yeah. I've got a chant of Because course, that's yeah. what The president of the Malaysian Brighton of Albion Supporters <laughs> Club Does oh, They lose They draw Also you got chant All got chant Because the chant is very important That's what okay. keeps morale high wow. Alright So get ready guys Okay All the Malaysian Breton and Hoof Albion Supporters of Stand one. up What? <laughs> one. Sorry no One person stand up Okay go Sudah you <laughs> Listen, okay, one, two, three, four. Brighton and Hove Albion, how to be champion? We keep drawing, we've stopped scoring, we have to whack someone. Next week we'll whack someone. Fly FM. So Sweden got its first female prime minister. Congratulations, Sweden! Very liberal yeah. of you, yeah. Magdalena Andersson. Thing is, though, she resigned after twelve hours. <laughs> like, that was quick. <laughs> I have a funny feeling. Maybe she just gave up. You know, like, like she got a job and then looked at who she had to work with and went like, ah, no lah, I can't figure out how to put this cabinet together because you know it is a Swedish cabinet and a lot of us have this problem. Right when we go IKEA, get the Swedish camera, come back. I give up, lah. I can't do this. <laughs> DIY. Sort of true though. She didn't want it to be a two-party coalition, so she said she'll come back as prime minister after they form a single-party government. Okay, that's very yeah. clever because if not, it would be very unstable.
stable government If it's yeah. a two-party government You know lah uh, Suddenly some people Will uh, stop supporting you And then you got to dissolve And then you got to start re- Election all over again uh-huh. We have experienced this A few times uh, you know, <laughs> More times than I would like to have You know Anita But it's true lah Sometimes uh, when you look at the situation You go like It's not attainable It's not going to work right Yeah I am a big fan of quitting. <laughs> I mean, okay, I don't want to give the wrong impression. I don't want people to listen and go like, "Oh, Douglas says we should quit." No. Yeah. I mean, you know, yes, you have your dreams, chase your dreams. But we've watched shows like American Idol, and we look at some people, and they really cannot sing, <laughs> right? And they be like, "No, this is my dream." And I said, "No, like quit, like quit." I mean, <laughs> Not for you. Some things you just have to look at it, appraise properly, and go. It's not. Yeah, it's not for me. Yeah. And just quit. <laughs> I. I think I'm pretty funny, right? <laughs> I think I'm a pretty good joker. I think I can go on stage and make people laugh. But there have been cases mm-hmm. where I go on stage and I'm like, it's not going to work. I cannot oh, really? make this group laugh, and I will quit. <laughs> I will quit <laughs> so quickly. There was one gig I remember. Yeah. Uh, the guy told me the person that hired me said, "Oh, this is for Dato So and So. He's a uh, you know." It's a developer yeah. And you know It's going to be A sophisticated dinner Everyone's going to be In suit and tie Blah 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 I show up <laughs> right I already knew Something was wrong Because I was I think maybe A good 200 meters Away from the restaurant Where they were doing this A very swanky restaurant Mind you Right I could already hear Hokkien <laughs> you know that's not good Again Nothing against Hokkien people lah. No but I'm saying Like really rough Sounding Hokkien Yeah 200 meters away From the restaurant right. As I'm walking there With the, my brother I was like I said Desmond I don't think this is going to go well And even he was like Oh yeah Because you hear Kalukong 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 You're telling your English jokes Not going to work Yeah I walked in They were gangsters Oh It wasn't like They were proper gangsters So they were in suit and tie But there were tattoos wow. Everywhere Like they were gangsters There were the Chinese gangsters There were the Indian gangsters And there were all, all the godfathers And everything wow. It was like a proper Like gangster festival That were there And they weren't interested In anything no. There was a person singing They couldn't care less They were just going Yeah Oh kalukong kalukong I went on stage I tried one joke No one cared I tried a second joke No one paid attention Eventually I was like Okay guys Guys look You know we are all here Because Datuk So and So Is having his birthday So can I just get everyone to bring their glasses together, you know, and wish Dato a happy birthday? Okay, one, two, three. They were like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gave up, lah. Just walked off. Fly FM. Our question for you today is: What is the fastest thing you ever quit, Brittany? I applied for an internship for two weeks at a company. Uh-huh. Okay, doing what? What? What was the company doing? Oh, it's it's a medical field. Okay. Signal. Yeah. This company was like pretty well known mm. yeah so I thought like you know oh good reputation maybe like the work environment is good yeah I went there it was supposed to be for two weeks right I I managed four days did you okay wait wait did you go with anybody else so your friend with you or you went by I, yourself <laughs> I went with my friend okay, oh, okay. did they yeah. last no <laughs> what, what, what was so bad my goodness That means it's, like, it's not like an individual thing, you know. It's not like you took offense or what. It's like uh, yeah, it's a group thing. It's like a everybody group thing. Agreed. What happened? It's more like a environment where, like, when on our first day, right, when we even tried to greet like the other staff, mm-hmm. they they wouldn't even glance at us. Wow. Yeah. So we were like, oh, okay, maybe like we're, we're so not welcomed here. Okay. Yeah, and like that that hostility like continued on for like the next. 
few days. Uh-huh. So we decided like, oh, we're not actually learning anything. You know, was it, our okay, time is... I'm just going to ask you a subjective question here. Was it a race thing or was it an age thing? What What is your opinion? I think it was mostly an age thing. Oh. All right. So I think they were yeah. scared. They were, they always, the older staff will be scared that young people are coming to take their jobs. <laughs> I think so lah. Yeah, yeah. But Malaysians need to <laughs> chill out lah. We need to be able to help the younger generation. If not, yeah. you, you're going to stay on in your job for how long, That's right? Fine. Correct mm-hmm. or not? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I hope you found a much better placing after that. <laughs> yeah, I did actually. Yeah, well done. Fly FM. Our question for you today is What is the fastest thing you've ever quit, Dave? When I was younger, I used to watch all these uh, Steven Seagal movies. So, Steven Seagal is this guy who was like Aikido expert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you see, Aikido is like all these uh, very fluid moves. You know, you can take down people. No need to jump and kick and all that. You know, all this roundhouse. All. No need. Just you can take people down. So, I thought. Yeah, that's something I really want to do. So I was pestering my mom, like, Mom, I want to learn Aikido lessons. Mm. So I was pestering her for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Mm. Wait, wait, wait Chop, Chop, do they have Aikido lessons in Malaysia or was this an online lesson or what? No, 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 they have it. We went there and I was all excited. I was like, yeah, I can finally learn all these cool things, you know, go to school and be the tough guy and everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so excited. We reached there, we walked in through the door and I looked inside and I looked at my mom and said, I quit. What happened? So... I was nine years old, probably about four foot six, four foot seven, and I walked in and there were all these huge, very burly, uh, <laughs> matured men in the room throwing <laughs> each other oh and, and flinging each other again across the room, and I was like, yeah, I think I'll go home and play marbles. <laughs> was, was there no children's class? Surely there was like a separate children's class or something like that. Now that I think about it, yeah, maybe the timing you went there was like, <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> There's no. How can you join the adult class? They will like throw you into a pulp, man. I was nine years old. What do I know? <laughs> Fly FM. So the price of vegetables is going up like crazy. Oh yeah. Um, broccoli increased by one hundred and fifty percent. What is it now? Some places say that it's like twenty bucks Oof. for broccoli. Damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beans, 88%. Cabbage, 50%. Do you remember when prices were like really cheap for certain things? Like I remember the time where you could get sweets. You could get uh-huh. three sweets for only 10 cents. Now that is like not even, you can't even imagine something <laughs> that happening. Yeah, well, Asam Laksa used to be like 50 cents. Uh, huh? Yeah. Where? In school canteen You cannot do things <laughs> like You are not playing according to the rules Wanita That is School canteens are obviously highly subsidized <laughs> No lah I mean I know prices are different mm. Depending on the area Like if you go to Bangsa Which is a more atas area Correct One capsicum is like what, 8 bucks <laughs> Right You go Shah Alam Where I live And one capsicum is Maybe 80 cent 50 cents No lah It can't yeah. be that big of a difference Okay maybe the capsicum you bought in Bangsa Was like an imported capsicum Because I know when I had to go to the supermarket to get groceries during the PKP because there was one time mm-hmm. where uh, ketua rumah only could go and buy. Yes, yes. So, so Douglas Lim had to go. <laughs> Never been to. That was the most like hilarious time ever <laughs> seeing all the men in supermarkets yeah. going like on their phones saying, oh, what do you want me to buy? Yeah, so I, I, I think I got, I bought a capsicum if I'm not mistaken. It was quite expensive. Yeah. Brought it back. Wow, kena marah nicely. Who wants you to buy the capsicum from Belgium? <laughs> like, oh, 
Yeah, it was a, it was it was a very expensive lot of vegetables. But I guess prices of things will go up one. Uh, I mean, you know, we hope it doesn't. We hope it's manageable. Mm-hmm. But I read the global price of pesticides mm-hmm. and insecticides right. have gone up, and right. that's why farmers need to charge a lot more for their vegetables. That's terrible. Yeah, who <laughs> who knows? The price of vegetables might go up so high, right? That vegetarians uh-huh. need to convert and eat meat again. <laughs> like, 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 yeah, no offense, uh, vegetarians, <laughs> but you know what they'll do, right? Uh-huh. They will disguise the meat as a vegetable, <laughs> just like how they disguise vegetables as meat. Right? There's always this fake fish, uh, fake chicken. Oh so now they be fake vegetables. It's actually meat, no? It's actually meat. Like, the friends will be eating it. Like, hey, why this beetroot like so tough? Ah, uh? is beef leh? They were not beetroot. Uh, beef is much cheaper than beetroot now. Uh. The other friend, the other friend, be like, hey, why this broccoli is so funky? Ah, uh? that one also beef leh, <laughs> but rotten already. <laughs> Fly FM. So the prices of vegetables in Malaysia have gone up a lot. Mm-hmm. Broccoli is now like twenty bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So by a hundred. Causing a lot of grief to a lot of people. A lot, especially uh, vegetarians. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, there are a lot of expensive vegetables in the world. I'm gonna give you a little quiz now, Douglas. Okay. See if you can guess the prices of these most expensive vegetables okay. in the world. Okay. Are they they're all international vegetables or are they like local vegetables? Some I think are available locally as well. Okay. Yeah. Number one. Hop shoots. What are they? <laughs> <laughs> what do they look like? Are they like long bean looking or like shooty looking like bamboo stuff, is it? Hop shoots are the flowers of a hop plant. Humulus lupulus, a member of the. <laughs> <laughs> Simply letting go. Humulus Okay, so hop shoots. I'm guessing what would it be? So if okay, broccoli twenty bucks, right? This one would be I'm guessing, a uh, hundred and fifty ringgit. Uh, no, they're three thousand six hundred ringgit per kg. Shut up, yeah, dude. How do you eat them? Uh, you boil them. You you how you however you cook vegetables, lah, bro. I don't know. <laughs> what nonsense. Okay. okay. Number two. Wasabi root. Ah, okay. I know what this is. This mm-hmm. is to make the 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 sauce. Well, sauce che is to make that thing <laughs> la, to to dip your your uh, sashimi and everything, yeah. right? Yep. The really expensive ones. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. Uh, okay. Uh, five thousand ringgit. 600 ringgit per kg Wow, very far <laughs> You went extra, extra No, I think the Japanese restaurant cheated me They charged me so much for the wasabi Number 3 Labunot potatoes Hey, you don't simply swear ah. What labunot? <laughs> labunot potatoes Labunot potatoes Yes Labunot potatoes ah. Potatoes shouldn't cost that much lah. I'm guessing Uh uh, a thousand ringgit No 2,700 ringgit Per kilogram 2,700 For potatoes Potatoes <laughs> 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 Hey Because 2,700 ringgit uh, These potatoes Better boil themselves Blanch themselves <laughs> Like mash themselves And after that Like hop into my mouth And make love in my stomach <laughs> Fly FM. So malls are now being slapped with a ten thousand ringgit fine Oosh. or penalty for not providing a physical logbook. A physical log? Oh, the the COVID logbook. Uh? Yeah, the like, buku ledger where you have to you know write down your name, this your is IC what number, we are in phone 2021, number. Twenty twenty one, guys. <laughs> this was like early twenty. 
20 right when yeah, you, when, when we, we first got covid when we first got covid i remember like each not just malls like even little shops and restaurants yeah, all they had correct. this they had this ledger book mm-hmm. and people would like hurt their backs because they'd be <laughs> bending over yeah, trying then, to write their details exactly and also freak out because every time we touch the pen it's like i don't know did somebody else get covid yeah you know? yeah yeah <laughs> and then there'll be all these gatal men who will copy the number one no if they see like a pretty girl or what? whatever yeah 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 this happened they uh, it was reported that this uh, girl received phone calls from people oh because she had written God. her name and her details on the logbook uh-huh. and like guys were copying it and calling her and disturbing her what yeah the logbook doesn't work that's why a lot of malls now and, and I agree with them they've moved to the strict mice jatra rule where yeah, yeah, yeah well you know <laughs> it's it's quite discriminatory like they'd be like show me your mice jatra <laughs> show me that you've been double vaxxed yeah. if you can't show me get out <laughs> like, I've seen them turn people away you know at yeah. malls As they should. Well, I mean, again, lah, we are double vaxxed, ma. So there are those who uh, have not been vaccinated. There mm-hmm. are those who maybe refuse or do not want to be vaccinated. Are you going to discriminate against them from going into malls, Juanita? This is not called discrimination, okay? <laughs> This is just called protection. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I <laughs> know. Right. And if you want to be, uh, you know, free and not vaccinated, yeah. hey, stay at home, man. That's why. Yeah. Tap tap tada. There's food panda. <laughs> Order to your house. Everybody happy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but this logbook thing lah, it it's thing of the past. We needed it when we needed it. Yeah, because people are going to put fake information sometimes as well. That's the work. thing. You have a story about that because <laughs> you have you know very interesting friends that would actually do this. <laughs> yeah, very naughty people. <laughs> we'll talk about this story next. Fly FM. <laughs> this is such a mischievous story, right? I was we were, this was way before COVID lah, so we were doing a shoot in uh, Finas in PJ. I was the director, yep. and the sitcom was called SME, and right. it had some really really popular people I mean like Adiba Noor was in it right. uh, Ash Nye Elvin Wong Chelsea Ng so a whole bunch of them right? yeah The system in the Finas was yeah. you when you came in with your car and everything. You need to write down your name, your car number, where you are going. Uh-huh. Fairly old school, lah, right? Yeah. Okay. So everyone was doing that day after day, day after day. One day while we were shooting, mm-hmm. suddenly they were like, "Hey, Kizap, stop, stop!" I'm like, "Oh, yo, what happened? Who went catch out my set, right?" Uh-huh. And actually, it was the head of security or something like that. Some guy, oh. big pangkat one, lah. Yeah. So he comes in with the logbook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes like, <laughs> carrying the logbook. Like, Director SME. So I'm like, ah, uh, yeah. So, so Yes, I have one. It's like, ah, ni siapa you punya kas ah? Tony Stark. <laughs> no. Tony Stark because the Ash Nye <laughs> had been like writing all nonsense names and everything. Oh, He'd no. been doing it every day apparently. But this is the first time they noticed because the other actors started copying him. So the other actors all were very nice one, no? all very good boy, good girl, will write the proper name. But every yeah. day they come in, they see why Ash Nye will write there Tony Stark, Tony Stark, Tony Stark. <laughs> so they started lah. So that day's cast, right? I had Tony Stark, Gwyneth Paltrow, all sorts of nonsense names, and then Elvin. Wong there with champion put Chewbacca, <laughs> <laughs> and that was what like got the alarm bells going. So the head of security guy was yeah. really upset. He was like, "Ini kena denda. You got a fine. Oh, yeah. This is a major fine, right?" He was like, "So macam mana ni Douglas?" Uh-huh. So what to do? I played long lah. I said, uh, "Siapa Douglas? Saya Steven Spielberg." <laughs> <laughs> Still cannot find lah. Fly FM. So there's a new combat sport in the US of A. Mm-hmm. It is a. Uh, Pillow fighting. You know how silly that sounds, Juanita. <laughs> I know, which is why I love it. Literally, it's called the Pillow Fight Championship. Wait, where's my boxing bell? <laughs> What nonsense! So like, yeah, it's it's intended to be like MMA, except without the so much violence. 
without any violence. <laughs> You're hitting each other with soft, fluffy pillows. Of course, if it actually happens, right? I think yeah. Malaysia will definitely win. <laughs> Why? Because we will show up with our bantal busu. <laughs> Even before you wake anybody, the smell will knock you out. They, all the people there will be like, did something die? Oh my God. Be like, <laughs> so true. It's my bolster. <laughs> you knock people out. But since when... Did a pillow graduate and become like a weapon? Weapons <laughs> used to be weapons, you know. Like a sword was a weapon. It was a hard thing. You could stab people with it. You could cut people. A spear was a proper weapon. And you know, after you kill people and hurt people with real weapons, you went to sleep on a pillow. That's what a pillow was. How can a pillow be considered a weapon in a combat sport? You know what? One time, actually, we were pillow fighting. I was pillow fighting. Maybe about five, six years old. Whack this guy in the face with a pillow and his tooth fell out. What? So, so it is possible <laughs> to use a pillow as a weapon. How strong are you? <laughs> you don't want to know. Dude, and then you were five and six years old. <laughs> yeah. You whacked this fella's teeth out. I was a big kid, lah. Okay. No, but still, <laughs> did, he, did he cry? No. He, he did it. I think he was just shocked. And then he <laughs> held his face. He was quiet. And you know, I guess boys are raised to not cry. You know, I guess so, yeah. So he held his face and then he went to his mom. <laughs> and then later I found out that his tooth fell, fell out. Can you imagine like his mom, like he sees the son coming home <laughs> and the, the, the son smiles and you see this big gap in the teeth and the mother's like, oh no, was it the tooth fairy? And he's like, no, it was Juanita, the mad Minachi. <laughs> <laughs> Fly FM. So we just found out the pillow fight championship is an actual combat sport now in the US. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. It's rubbish. I've been in a pillow fight, but Douglas has apparently been what? You have had a pillow thrown at you in anger. Yes, I've been assaulted by a <laughs> pillow thrown by a very angry gentleman. That's ridiculous. Can you tell us the story, please? Okay, so first of all, it was in a restaurant. It was in a party. Like. It was a birthday party. Okay. It was a, yeah, 50-year-old guy was celebrating his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't started the joke yet. What are you talking about? Okay, okay, go. Okay, a 50-year-old <laughs> guy was celebrating his birthday party. His huh? wife thought it would be fun to get him a stand-up comedian as his birthday present. Okay. Now, the theme of the party was pajama party. <laughs> so, there were all these 50-year-old people, couples, you know, yeah. in their pajamas right. with pillows, you know, all over the place, you know, to make it look like a giant bedroom. Yeah. This what? is how you know they work really hard because they're like, well, party means let's yeah. wear our pajamas. Wear our pajamas okay. because we're so tired with life, you know. <laughs> so anyway, they're all there. They start uh, having uh, these uh, beverages right. from uh, six pm. Right. So they started quite early, lah. Yeah. So they were nice and buzzing already by the time I came out. The problem was they are all good friends. They all know each other, so they had a lot of very interesting stories to tell each other. They were catching up. They were networking and so on and so forth. Yeah. Suddenly they got to stop, you know. They have to stop all festivities yeah. because some Chinese comedian is going to go on stage and tell them jokes. They had no idea who I was. <laughs> so obviously, I failed. I bombed so badly. Right. I went out. I started. I went my first joke. No laugh. Second joke. No laugh. Uh, I did a bit of self-deprecating humor. Third joke. No laugh. Eventually, oh, one no. of the gentlemen there got so angry, he took a pillow because yeah. it was, you know, um, pajama party. <laughs> he took a pillow and he flung it at me. He was like, get off! <laughs> <laughs> a 50 year old man yeah, Throw yeah. a pillow at you I think he hurt his back <laughs> <laughs> This is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast Hang out with them weekday mornings From 6 to 10am On Fly FM